Hello, everyone. Thanks again for joining us this week on Order Up, the podcast from the National Restaurant Association. This week's episode will be a quick bite, one of our shorter mini episodes. A quick bite is just as it sounds, short, quick, and easy to listen to, and we get straight to the facts so you can get back to your busy day. We hope you're enjoying these, and don't forget to subscribe to Order Up on your favorite podcast platform so you don't miss an episode. I'm Carly McBride, Marketing Program Manager and your host this week. For today's Quick Bite episode of Order Up, I'm excited to welcome Mike Watley, Vice President of State Affairs and Grassroots Advocacy at the National Restaurant Association. Mike joins us to discuss state legislation around restaurant reopenings. With vaccine rates increasing and COVID cases decreasing, restaurants are gearing up to welcome customers back. Mike will give us all the details on state-by-state reopening guidance, capacities, indoor versus outdoor dining, and what sanitation and distancing measures will remain with us long term. I'm excited to learn more about what restaurant reopening looks like. So Mike, thank you so much for taking some time to speak with us today. Let's get started. First, uh, please start us off with a quick introduction and what your role with the association's policy team entails. Sure. So Mike Watley, I'm Vice President of State Affairs and Grassroots Advocacy at the Restaurant Association, Um, going on over eight years now at the association. I oversee our state and local government affairs team and work with all of our state restaurant associations across the country to assist their efforts at the state and local levels of government. And then my team also oversees the association and industry's grassroots efforts at the federal, state, and local levels. And finally, oversee the Restaurant Advocacy Fund, which is the Industries fund dedicated to promoting and protecting the industry at the state and local levels of government. So really touching government policy and how it affects restaurants at the federal, state, and local levels of government. Perfect. Thank you for framing that up for us. So in the past couple of weeks, we've seen a really big shift in terms of states allowing restaurants to reopen or expand reopening at higher levels of capacity. So why are these regulations changing so quickly? Yeah, you know, we're really at a turning point in this country as a whole. And it's great for restaurants, but, you know, it's great for Americans as well. Over the past couple of weeks, we've seen vaccine rates go up significantly and coronavirus cases across the country go down pretty quickly as well. So we're in a position where governments feel as though they can start loosening restrictions and allowing life to return to normal. But there's still work to be done here. And that's on the vaccine front. And restaurants have been playing a critical role here. And it's really it's a cool collaboration we've seen. So as the federal government, as state and local governments are encouraging people to get the vaccine, restaurants are playing a role. Certain restaurants are offering you know, specials in terms of if you can show you've been vaccinated, we'll give you a, a free drink. Or some restaurants are even partnering with local governments and saying, you know, we'll do vaccination events at our restaurant and people can be in a relaxing environment and it's a little less it's a little less scary than a kind of sterile hospital environment. You can be at a restaurant, get a shot, and it, it works out for everyone. Just one shout out here. The Connecticut Restaurant Association is actually partnering with the state of Connecticut starting on May 19th through May 31st for the Connecticut Drinks on Us program, where if residents of Connecticut show up at a restaurant and can prove they have either dose one or dose two of a vaccine, they get a free drink. And it's being run by the state association in collaboration with the state government. So, you know, everyone hears about vaccines and how important that is from a national policy perspective. Restaurants are playing a critical role in that across the country, which to go back to your question is why we're able to start seeing some of these regulations be relaxed for everybody. 
That's great. And you will send me that information on that program and uh, our listeners can check that out and see how they might be able to implement something similar. Luckily, warmer weather is coming. uh, So it's quickly becoming patio season across the country. And a lot of restaurants were allowed to expand their patio sections during the pandemic. So going forward, will they be allowed to keep these patios uh, in the future? That's what we're pushing for. That's what our state restaurant association partners are pushing for as well. When we think back to the last year, a lot of for large chunks of time, restaurants could not serve customers indoors at all, or if they could, it was at significantly reduced capacities. And to our earlier conversation, that's beginning to change in most jurisdictions, but restaurants began to realize how important outdoor space was. And some already knew it, but customers loved it. And it was a necessity at the time to help expand uh, seating capacity and revenue, but customers loved it. And restaurants, it was great for them as well. We have a poll we did a couple of weeks ago asking customers, do you want to see outdoor patio access be maintained long-term? And it was over 80% were in favor. Now, again, I don't know why, you know, 15% or so were against it. No idea there, but it's just insanely popular. People love eating outside. And we actually have a brand new number that our research team just ran that shows that if restaurants are able to keep these expanded patios long-term, it could be an average daily sales boost of 10 to 20% for the average restaurant. So that's serious dollars and cents. Now, granted, it's thunderstorming outside or snowing. You're probably not going to keep that outdoor patio for that day, but on good weather days, 10 to 20%, that's key. So this is one of the trends that emerged during the pandemic that our team and our state restaurant associations across the country are pushing to maintain long-term because it was a positive change for the industry and a positive development we must maintain. Agreed. I love outdoor dining as well. (laughs) Uh, So in terms of sanitation uh, and social distancing, which of those policies would you say are here to stay? So, you know, we're starting to see across the country, jurisdictions are, are going away from the more stringent regulations. And, you know, by late summer, we'll probably see, for the most part, dining as normal begin to resume in even the most um, strictly regulated jurisdictions. But long term, what does this mean? I mean, we're habits are formed in a couple of weeks and a lot of folks, you know, the pandemic and the, the highlighting of sanitization is going to be top of mind for a long period of time. So. I think, you know, obviously restaurateurs need to abide by local regulations, but even going above and beyond that, you have to have a sense of what your customers want. I've heard a lot of restaurateurs tell me, look, paper menus, I'm probably getting rid of paper menus long-term because they're costly to print. Every time there's a change of the menu, you're reprinting it. That They're a little grubby in terms of people utilizing them all the time. And because a lot of restaurants went away from them during the pandemic, there's an increased customer familiarity with touchless menus or with just you know QR codes and being able to, to read in that regard. So I think you're going to see more of that technology in the restaurant. And that's a combination of convenience, but also it does have the sanitization aspect as well. And then also I think you know some of your high touch items in the restaurant. So you know the salt shaker, the pepper shaker, the ketchup shaker or the ketchup bottle. People are now realizing and thinking more about touch and what's been touched. So I think most restaurants have been doing a better job of sanitizing those. I think things like that are going forward. Are we going to see six feet of distancing permanently in restaurants? I I don't think so. And I sure hope not because, you know, we are the hospitality industry. And so we thrive when people can come together and let's let's be honest, come together in large groups and celebrate. And I think we're definitely moving in that direction. But, you know, 
restaurants and the general public knows this, but doesn't always think about it. Restaurants are so highly regulated to begin with and are such safe dining environments to begin with. Regulated federal food code, state officials, local officials. You know, you'll see additions from the pandemic that will, will hang on long term, but restaurants are safe and restaurants have always been safe. Great. So what broad regulations, um, those that we're seeing consistent from state to state, are most important for operators to know about right now? So you know, the, the first and most important thing for operators to know is check what your local requirements are, because they are changing by the day, much like at the beginning of the pandemic, where you saw the regulations ramping up in a hurry and things were changing by the day. We're now seeing them change and be more open by the day. So check your local regulations. The National Restaurant Association can be a resource there. Your state restaurant association can be a resource there. But you know, things we're starting to, to see go away are the capacity requirements and saying that restaurants can only have 50% occupancy. We're starting to see that begin to be relaxed either to full occupancy levels or to much higher occupancy levels. In many jurisdictions, there was no official occupancy percentage. So like you couldn't do 50%, but it had to be six feet of social distance. We're starting to see those regulations begin to go away. And again, our initial conversation, as cases decline, as vaccine rates continue to go up, hopefully all of these regulations will, will go away. But definitely check local regulations, make sure you're in compliance because you know we do this for a living and it's hard to keep track of everything that's happening. We're not out there running a busy restaurant. So there's lots changing. There are lots of good resources out there. Check them out and make sure you're in compliance. Speaking of those resources, you lead very nicely into my next question. Um, what resources are available uh, to operators to ensure they're following the guidelines for their state? Um, and where do they find these? So from a, from a national perspective, restaurant.org has got great resources on it. Our ServeSafe team has put together a, a whole host of uh, resources in terms of what the requirements are from a sanitization perspective. And then also our restaurant law center has done a fantastic job throughout the pandemic of putting together resources regarding what the return to work looks like. So, you know, what are employee requirements, you know, temperature checks, that sort of thing. Um, and what are states doing? There's sometimes a lag because things are changing so fast, but it's a great resource to go to first. Then I would encourage all operators to go to their local state restaurant association. Um, our SRAs have been working you know, 20 hour days throughout this pandemic and doing a phenomenal job of keeping on top of everything. Many of them have very, very detailed sections of their websites that list every single thing you need to know from a regulation perspective. And if it's not up there, reach out to them because they'll be happy to address your questions. So start with the national site and then from there, go to your state restaurant association site and you can learn everything you need to regarding the current regulations in your, your hometown. Perfect. Well, the end is near, I think, for all of us. And thank you for all of that really great information. I know our listeners are, are ready to dive back into what, what will be normal again. So, Mike, thank you so much for taking the time uh, to speak with us today. It's been really valuable. Yeah, thanks for having me. Hopefully next time I'm back, we'll be talking about how things have returned to normal and restaurants are booming. So that's that's the hope. Exactly. That's the hope. Thank you, Mike. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening to Order Up, the podcast from the National Restaurant Association. Follow us on your favorite podcast player and find out more at restaurant.org slash podcasts. Episode produced by Dante32.